back! Welcome to episode five of the Dump a Change podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Reed McDonald. We're actually, we're not recording in the studios today for the uh, recommendations from our government. We are in the quarantine studios, which means we are remote. First, I'm going to check in with uh, my good friend. I don't know you left my right upside down. I, I, I don't know at this point, but uh, Walter Eunice, how you doing, buddy? Uh, you know, hanging in there, hanging in there. We are, uh, we are uh, going above and beyond here. Uh, the big ginge, Kenny Holmberg, has put in a little time and effort with Mr. Steve Glines on trying to figure out how we can record some some podcasts for, for people that are calling asking for it. Uh, like I heard some of my, uh, partners here say earlier today, uh, you know, we're kind of all in this together and if we can give you guys uh 30 or 45 minutes of something to do during the day besides, uh, diddly your dally, then, uh, that's what we're going to do. And you're welcome. Oh, dude, absolutely. I mean, it's, uh, it's affecting everybody at this point. Um, Kenny, how you doing, bud? Uh, it's been a up and down month for me. So, you know, I won't go into too much nitty gritty, but, uh, I'm at home, uh, semi permanently. Now I'm a stay at home dog, dad. I, uh, I get a honeydew list and I wake up in the morning and clock on to Ashley. Uh, I don't know if, I don't know if I'm going to get a W2 from her or a 1099. You get something, I'm sure. Yeah, so uh, that came out wrong. Sorry, it's in a bad ten sixty nine. Exactly that form I was thinking about. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's good to be back doing this. It's uh, it's a little sense of normalcy and this time of uncertainty, and you know, it's good to see you guys oh, on uh, on screens. Yeah, well, you've got the time, right? It's not like we're busy. <laughs> you know. For all those times when you say, I don't have time to work out. Well, okay. no, you're a liar because now you have all the time in the world and you still don't work out. Exactly. Well, I, I did not drink uh, one night last week, which is I thought was ah, not bad. I mean, <laughs> all things considered, we're going to kind of buckle down. And uh, my wife is going with the no drinks from Monday through Thursday, I'm like, well, let's let's Ooh. baby step into it. Ooh. Let's go. I don't know. Let's go. No drink, maybe Tuesday, and then we'll just like add a day, <laughs> add a day, go reverse. Like, you don't you don't just cut off cold turkey. You know what I'm saying? Well, so. yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe I'm not gonna drink till three today. Right. I mean, make those reasonable uh, steps because yeah, Re- realistic steps. Yeah, realistic. And uh, not last but not least, uh, Steve Lines is on the line here. Steve-o. Boys, How boys, you doing, boys. Oh, good. It's so good to touch tips with y'all. It's uh, been a while. And uh, I, I, th- I think Kenny touched on it, um, and not my tip, but the irony uh, of, what, of what's going on right now. It's like, you know, we have all the time in the world, but we're we're busier than we've ever been. And, uh, you know, BSing with you guys over the last couple of weeks, I mean, how many... How many bathrooms did y'all remodel? How many fans? How many? How much painting? You know what I'm saying? You don't want to know, Steve. You don't want to uh, know. No, well, I you don't do know. So I'm I'm, I'm grateful. Um, you know, I'm in the construction biz, so we're essential. We're still going. Uh, we're struggling. You know, we're 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 about half the volume we normally are. But uh, also, this time of year is kind of when I'm gearing up for the uh, Odd Man Rush Invitational Golf Tournament, ninth annual. 
Uh, Not maybe. a big deal. So that's kind of up in the air. And as you guys know, I like my uh, social event hobbies. So I was looking for one. And uh, you guys know this, but I'll go ahead and announce it to the listeners. Well, we're just a matter of weeks away from uh, breaking ground on the new Odd Man Rush Studios. I'm currently in the old studio right now. I'm holding down the fort, but uh, I have the uh, permit. Add the applause in there, ladies and gentlemen. Add that at home if you want. Just clap. Golf clap if you want. Just anything. A little, little golf clap there. A little golf clap. The irony of it. But, uh, yeah, the permitting's in place. I got all my subcontractors. I'm GCing this thing. Uh, you know, kind of executive producing this thing, and uh, we'll be cutting. We'll be cutting down the forest because we are deep in Eagle River Valley here in the next couple of days, and uh, then we'll be scratching dirt in a couple of weeks. And I think uh, hopefully by mid to late summer, we'll uh, we'll be recording in uh, Odd Man Rose Studios 2.0. So I'm excited about that. I got that going on, and uh, it's just so glad to be on with you boys again. So take well, it away, Rito. Oddly enough, I'm oddly enough, I'm really, uh, I'm really. Uh, I guess comfortable with you being a general contractor. I don't know why, but it just feels it just feels right. Just well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, Glinzy, having had a little part in, in uh, doing some of the uh, some of the uh, contracting uh, the bidding process for that job. The yeah. best thing for you to do with that was for you to be the GC and uh, just call in anybody you need to help. That's that's where you're going to save the bulk of your money and kind of end that whole, you know, you're everybody's buddy. So nobody wants, like nobody knows what to charge you. Right. Like it's like, yeah. uh, you know, so I think that's awesome that you're the GC and, uh, I think it, uh, I'm excited to see, uh, see what comes of it. Well, it's funny. I don't, I don't want to, you know, put any fear in your guys. Uh, you're trusting me with my vision and my skill. Here, but <laughs> I, uh, you, you guys all know I couldn't build a goddamn uh, dog house, let alone a studio, but, uh, I, I do, uh, I do know how to run a spreadsheet, and, uh, and you can tell us how much it costs. Yeah, yeah, you know, I need to hit the street and work on some sponsors at this point, boys. I'm not showing you the budget for this guy. <laughs> hey, if worst comes to worst, we could do what I call the Dan Desperus. Dan, uh, after he got out of uh high school uh kind of beat around a little bit there with uh possibly getting married and then did and then his wife left him two days later for like somebody that was in the wedding party that's a story for another day doesn't matter uh what he did is he built houses and what he'd do is he'd spend all summer or whatever building a house and then if it got to winter and the house was still uh you know not done he would finish one room <laughs> Well, no, he would, and he would yeah. live in it. He would yeah. live in it till the following, you know, uh, spring, and then sell it and work on it all winter and sell it then. So, if worst comes to worst, we could finish the studio, have heat, uh, have a nice spot, and the rest of everything else could be uh, unfinished. Well, you for you forgot one part about Dan. He also lived in a goddamn van on the job <laughs> until he could. So, I might be living in a van here in a couple months, boys. Yeah, true, true, dude. How epic is that, though? To be young. And to be able to live in a van and still be okay. Just like, I'm going to live in the van, make a good living, have fun. Yeah, you can't do that now, boys. God, Dan no, Desperate no would, back. Dan no Desperate would back. be a good interview. Uh, he really would. He's such a doofy guy. But he's done a lot of, he's done a lot of cool shit. Great dude. And this he was a fantastic dude. hockey player, by the way. Broke Not his neck. Broke, broke his neck in a, uh, Steve, was that 14s? Yeah, he was young. He's he had the halo. He had to wear the halo for a year. Yep. Yeah, Ooh, that really? was crazy. Yeah, at the Mac. No shit. He's one yep. of those guys that he, he could not skate for 10 years, strap on the skates, and just still, you know, 
school like junior yeah. A guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was he was a great hockey player. That's a that's a desperate boys are uh, good shit. Good yeah, shit, Brian good was shit. a fantastic goalie. I still talk to Brian. Uh, um, actually, you know, monthly, maybe bi-monthly, maybe every six months. And when I'm in the South with my mom and dad, uh, he's in Florida now. He generally makes it a point to drive uh, to wherever I'm at and get together. He's a he's another another interesting cat for sure. Well, we do uh, since since uh, we are under uh, duress, I should say, uh, with this virus. Uh, it's difficult. Well, it's impossible for us to have a live guest. So we are going to go, uh, you know, we are going to have a guest here later on and I'll have Walt over that, but we do have a guest. Uh, we're not breaking any of the, uh, six foot rules. Um, but we'll get to that in a minute. But, uh, the first thing I wanted to bring up, we we're talking about, um, current, uh, youth hockey, um, issues is one of the big issues that has changed since uh, what definitely what I went through as a young a youngster in Alaska um, the players le- leaving early versus staying so that is a huge huge topic I think um, maybe more for me just because I'm sitting back and watching a lot of this unfold um, and and believe me we'll get to it everyone has their own opinion and agree to disagree but um, so when when should it, when should a player leave? Well, you you've been around for a while now coaching. Um, uh, you and I have had this conversation uh, quite a bit, uh, you know, in your office, which I miss. I'd like to get back to the office at some point. Um, you know, I I think one of the biggest driving factors isn't necessarily the player, more than it is the parent. Um, the parents, uh, what do they call it? FOMO, the, the fear of, of missing out, right? FOMO. Yeah. Uh, they, they think that uh, little Billy, he's leaving. So he's got, you know, a better opportunity than little Johnny. And that's not necessarily the case. You know, little Billy's leaving because he had an opportunity and it fits his mom and dad's and family's lifestyle. And he's able to go do something different. But that doesn't mean that's what's for everybody else. Now, the biggest example that we have for someone staying is a guy like Reed McDonald. Um, His kids stayed. Like, you know, Cameron McDonald played high school hockey. Sutton McDonald played high school hockey. Gavin McDonald played high school hockey. That's not everybody's path, but I can tell you it was good enough for a lot of of high school players uh, three years ago who a lot of those players are now – uh, Div one commits, you know the Zach Cranix, uh, and well, Cam, Cam's already playing. Div one, uh, Porter Shackle, uh, his brother, they both played in Wasilla. Um, I I don't know that there is any too early of age. It it is what fits for your family, but I would caution any parent and say that just because it's best for someone else's kid doesn't necessarily mean it's best for your kid. And I'll, and I'll finish by saying this, what it has done is it has kept the best. Well, it has attempted to keep the best players here by having one tier one program, team Alaska. And is that, is that one- too late though? Is that too late? Oh, to leave? No. Is it, is it too late for the, the state to come up with a, a, a triple a team that program that's going to, you know, keep kids in state. I mean, I think it's done. I, I feel it's been done a little too late in the process. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Well, and that, but hockey's a hockey's an ebb and flow sport, right? It's it's it moves and goes with the trends, right? When back when I played, uh, you went to Anchorage maybe at 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 midget. That's when you went to Anchorage, and then you know a year later, maybe at 16s you went to Anchorage, and then it went to 14s. You know, we got house players going to Anchorage. We got we got uh, you know Mike. You have house play. players leaving the state. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm going to get to that, but it's true. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, true. We, will, we will. So our tier one program was designed to try to keep kids in state, but like you said, it was designed after we developed a problem already. Like we have a problem. Oh, let's divide. Let's figure out a solution. Well, the solution isn't to make everybody quarantine in their house until there's a solution. Okay, you're too late, and 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 that's a good point. Maybe we are too late because here's the deal. Last year. We had a 16 tier one team. Well, 16 tier one team folded. No 16 tier one team. So all those kids that felt they were 16 tier one players left the state. Felt they had to leave. Exactly. Felt they they had to leave. You have yeah. to you have to leave. You have yeah. to leave because if I don't leave, it's the FOMO thing. You know, fear of missing out. If I don't leave, I'm not going to go to the NHL. Well, there's a 99.9 percent chance you're not going to the NHL anyway. Yeah, 99.99% chance you're not going to NHL anyway. You you brought up the uh, little Johnny's leaving. Well, he's leaving. We need to leave too. You need to leave. And dude, it's – So, Rito, I've seen seen that side. And the other side I've seen is, you know what? The only player – the only coach my kids ever had is little Johnny's dad. And little Johnny's dad, you know, isn't – you know, doing his job. I'm not, I'm, he's little, he, my kid's not playing. My kid's not developing. And the only reason that little Johnny's dad is coaching is for little Johnny. And, and, and so I've seen it that way. I've actually uh, heard, you know, one, one story about a, a really young kid leaving the state and he left for the simple fact of my kid is stuck with a group of assholes and my kid is becoming a little asshole. I cannot continue to let my kid go down that road. I'm leaving. And his family had the, uh, had the means uh, to leave the state and find a different team for uh, their child to play on, and they did, and they had a real successful year last year that they liked it. But that's not an option for everybody because not everybody can do that. Right. Um, bottom line is Brian Swanson played high school hockey here. Scott Gomez played high school hockey here. Cameron McDonald played high school hockey here. Sutton McDonald played high school hockey here. Well, I'll, uh, I'll tell you what. On that note, you take a kid like Swanee or Gomez, two of the top guys ever leave our state to go on. The, yeah, um, maybe the two top. Two, but at any rate, those guys, those guys, they could have probably stayed through their senior year and then went on and, and been as successful. Maybe, <clears throat> maybe not. But it's my point is if you're good, you're good. I mean, they're going to find you. Cranick's a good example. Stayed here until his, his uh, senior year. Senior left. year. Yeah. Playing at UA next year. Yep. If you're good, you're good. Then, you know, there's the other side. Well, my kid has to be out at these AAA tournaments, getting seen, getting seen, getting seen, getting seen. You know, that's, I, I, I'm not sure if I'm, I'm drinking that Kool-Aid at this point, but um, you know, if your kid is really good enough, let the kid go. Um, Hunter Strand's a good example. Hunter Strand, um, a stud going to Notre Dame, leave to play for the development program. <laughs> Absolutely, there's no I question. Guess. But, I guess. But is now, that good? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is that is that all right? Um, 
But now you have kids playing, and we talked about this. I call it asshole AAA. I call, <laughs> and I, I'm sorry, I, I do, because any asshole can start a AAA program and call themselves AAA. And while you've seen it, top to bottom, the, the AAA program, yeah, the top 20 are really good. The top 200, the whole thing, mm, your glorified double A teams, if not worse. And that's the bo- just the, the bottom, the bottom 20. So now we have expensive a- house teams. The yeah, bottom we have, 20 are expensive yes, house teams. We have average players leaving the state to go to go just and it's and it's that little Johnny's going, so I gotta go. We need to get seen. It's like um again, some I understand. If you're the top, I'm gonna say top five in the state, wanna go somewhere, I don't have a problem with it. Want to go play for Little Caesars? Yeah, you're in the best AAA 16 program in the country. Um, if you're third stream backup guy going out playing in some asshole AAA, <laughs> I mean, have fun, I guess. I mean, good luck. And I, 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 I'm not talking crap about kids, and I'm not talking crap about parents, even though I disagree with them. Those parents are doing the best, what they feel is the best for their kid. I respect that over and over and over. You want to do what's best for your kid? I don't have to agree with it but it can be what you think is best for your kid. I just think that kids could probably stick around and make high school hockey that much better, make local triple a hockey that much better because Gav, my son, Gavin's a triple, a a perfect example of this. He wanted to play triple a last year. Um, Couldn't because there is no triple a team here. He had to play double a. I mean, you're forcing kids and I'm not going to send them outside. And that's one the other point, the most important point, I think, is that whereas we, and I'm talking we as hockey parents, uh, where do we draw the line in the sand? So, you know, it, it, where does the madness stop? Like sending Wayne Gretzky or, or Brian Swanson or, 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 or uh, Gomez out when they're 14, yeah, they're freaking studs. Like let them go, let them fly. But to do that with every kid, it's like, I want my kid at home. I, I felt bad when my kids left and they were 16 and 17 years old. I mean, that was tough enough then. I can't imagine these people leaving their old 14 year old. Hey, good luck, kid. See yeah. Ya. Yeah. yeah. Found the billet family. Like, Oh, what? It, yeah. It's making yeah. them grow up way too fast. I, so I, I like that. Like, you know, your top five cool. or six player in your birth year. Yeah, man. Like if there's something for you out there, go ahead. But I can tell you what this has done. It, what it's done is it's taken the gap from our best player the tier one player that made the tier one team to our worst player the kid that plays maybe on a, not a good double a team it's made that gap really big because we don't have any of the players in between because the ones that think they're as good as the best tier one players that that truly aren't i mean they aren't at the end of the day anybody with the old eyeball test can tell you that they're not they're leaving because they think they are as good as that guy and they feel they're being shortchanged by being on the second line of the tier one team or the third line of the tier one team when really they're not. I mean, you're, you're, you're still playing tier one hockey. You're still playing for your state. You're still sleeping in your own bed. Um, you know, you just because you're not the number one guy doesn't mean that you have to go to a team where you're the number one guy. Like we, like you just said, that the, the bottom twenty triple A teams are are glorified house teams. To be honest with you, they're not very good. So if if the, your option is to leave the state and be the best player on a shitty team, or stay in the state and be pushed every practice to try to get to the number one line of a of a good team, 
then I would suggest staying in state. But again, it's 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 the FOMO, the fear fear of missing out, and and it's not going to go away anytime soon because uh, the current parent, like the current kid, is different than they were ten years ago. Uh, they're different than than Brian Swanson's parents and, and Scott Gomez's parents and 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 all these other you know parents. Well, that wasn't um, it wasn't the norm. There wasn't two hundred AAA teams that or no. whatever there is now. It wasn't that. It was like you had you had little Caesars. In fact, you look back. Um, have the Alaska All-Stars, which is a tiny little organization, a tiny population, play against a team like Little Caesars or some of these bigger uh, teams in the uh, in Michigan and, and nationwide, um, that's never going to happen again probably. I mean, you're no. never going to have a group of Gomez's go out or Kyle McDonald, that group, go out with Mo and all those guys to, to win a national championship against some of the big boys because yeah. it, it's that – it's that crazy, you, and we you hope about- the trend comes back, right? You yeah. hope it comes. You hope the trend cycles all the way around and comes back. But all it does right now, what we're doing, Rito, is we are absolutely watering down. And you can ask, like you ask, ask clients. He he has been refing nothing but high school hockey the past decade, and I'm telling you right now, it's done nothing but water down high school hockey. The first lines of high school exactly. hockey, great exactly. hockey, great hockey. Yeah. First line, awesome. After that, you're essentially watching a JV game. I mean, yeah, you really no, are. and that's coming from someone that you know. Like, I mean, I I coach a local high school hockey team. I I I love every single one of the kids, but a lot of those kids would be better off developing at a JV level. But we don't have a JV level, you know. I <laughs> it, you just don't have no. enough. You don't have enough for it because those kids that are the second liners and third liners are like you said, <laughs> like you said, they're leaving too early. No, it's, it's crazy. I mean, like, having a kid 14 years old leave to me is just yeah. Like he's on he's on the second body. or third pair, mind second body. or third D, D pair on his double A team, and he thinks he needs to pay, play triple A. And Come on, man! Like, be the best on your team, and then think about going somewhere. And they're they're not mature enough to deal with being away from home. That's the yeah, other part of it. Yeah, emotionally, that yeah, absolutely. No, I agree 100. percent It's uh, it's an unfortunate trend. It's something that, like you said, uh, Alaska has tried to address, but it's probably a year too late to address. So hopefully, this second year we'll see how it goes, and we'll see if we truly can field a 16, a 15, an 18, and uh, and a 14 tier one team and, and if we can and they're all 20 players deep which i mean they should be they should be 18 skaters and two goalies if you you know you should take as many as you can and uh and if if that happens then then maybe those guys stay but another thing um uh to consider is is uh you know is the number one thing in my opinion about the whole deal is the fomo the the fear of missing out and I and, and that's just that's the number one cause of these kids leaving is these parents are so uber competitive with the other parents that it's like, well, you know, fuck Reed McDonald. His kid's going. My kid's going. My kid's right. as good as Reed's kid, you know, and, and, and that's too bad. That's too bad. I think that it ultimately comes down to exactly what you said. If you're good enough, they're going to find you. They're good enough. And, and and balancing that, like what's more important Um uh, your kids usually leave 18, 19, 43 for some people. Uh, but you look at, like, they're, they're, they're going to leave at some point, and now we're forcing them out the door for game of hockey at 14, and you lose that time. You don't get it back. You don't get, you don't get that 
impressionable age back when they're 14, 15, 16, when you're trying to teach them uh, how to be a man, um, that type of thing. It, it's, it's a, it's a really vulnerable hey, age. They're only 14 once, man. Yeah, they're 14, yeah. they're 14 for 365 days. Yeah. It's, it's tough. That's it. So. You know, and if, uh, you know, if, if they, if, if you can't hug them every night, you know, and fucking tell them you love them, you know, before they go to bed, then, then that's a, that's tough, man. That's tough at 14. That's tough at 16. It's, it's tough at 18, but at 14, um, they're 14 for 365 days. And, uh, you better enjoy every one of them because before you know it, they're going to be, you know, like Cam and Sutton. They're, I mean, they're going to be gone. Yeah, exactly. I've seen you real happy lately because you, you and it's noticeable because you, you have all three of your boys at home. That, and it's that, that's one, uh, speaking of the virus, that is one um, happy accident on it. I mean, I'm never going to get this time again. So, out hiking. It's, and, it's uh, awesome. No, it's awesome. Unbelievable. unbelievable. And we've got the homeschool gym here. <laughs> is we it, actually bolted the uh bolted the it, power rack to the floor tonight is it the coach it. mac power rack it is a coach mac power rack built by one of his students actually oh, i love it have a little critique on one of the uh one of the <laughs> items in there boys you need some um, warranty work <laughs> and not so much i'm not gonna go out the phys ed teacher as i'm gonna go up to the math teacher coach b if you're out there uh, uh the we're looking at the um the bench and it's a uh, metal, uh, like a tube metal. And we're looking at it. I'm like, it doesn't look right. Well, one side's 14, one side's 16. As far as like the, it's not centered, boys. You didn't come you didn't on, Coach map. B. Come on, come on Coach B. Come on. I remember my first day of geometry. I mean, it's not hard. You pull that real, I, but whatever. It's, uh, but you have to adjust <laughs> yourself a little bit on it. You're fine, you know? Yeah, adapt and overcome. And maybe maybe that's what the guy was going for when he built these. Like, these guys are going to have to adapt and overcome, or maybe they don't deserve to live. I don't know. <laughs> I love it. Well, these 10-plies are going down very, very smooth right now. Yeah, we're out of water, but not 10-ply, which no, is good. Yeah, we're not out of 10-ply. Hey, guys, I just, I just want to point out that 10-ply is uh, brewed at Odd Man Rush Brewing in Ooh. downtown Eagle River. Downtown Eagle River. Downtown our favorite sponsor. Uh, they are, by the way, anybody out there, they are deemed essential and uh, they are good for pickup. How does it, how do you guys, as out of the marijuana dispensary? Yeah. Now, now you can actually leave your house. And if they ever get to the thing of pulling you over, where are you going? I'm going to the weed store, the beer store. Keep going. Good. Good. Yeah, on on your way. Sorry. It's essential. My bad. It's essential. So, Rito, question. Where do you guys fit in with the uh, new mandate that restaurants can curbside deliver and or deliver beer, beer and alcohol to your house? Right. So, like, can your guys can, – can people pull up in front of the brewery and you guys walk beer out to them? We or no? could. We could do that. Oh, okay. Um, we're not doing that, but um, we could do that. that. That's the only thing that changed for us. We can't deliver beer – that's for bars and restaurants, which is actually good because we have accounts out there that uh, uh, obviously buy our beer. And um, so, yeah, you can buy a, you can go to a pizza man, get a pizza and have them deliver your growler of beer. Uh, while restaurant. you're at OMR, please try the Tarps Off IPA. Tarps Off for the boys or girls. We're not going to discriminate. Yeah, it's absolutely delicious. Not delicious. Yeah. So uh, I don't, the other thing I've done in, in this whole uh, – 
coronavirus situation. I'm in the middle right now. I'm at, actually at 187 right now. <laughs> we're doing a brisket, and we are monitoring that. I'm having my staff monitor because I actually can't get up from the computer. Actually, I probably could walk it out there, but way too much work at this. Is point. your IT staff uh, the same as your IT staff? Yeah. Oh, yeah okay. I, right, I got cool. Cam here. I got uh, Brandon LaJoy just came in. The uh, Kenai Brown Bears. Is he six feet away with a mask and gloves on? He is six feet away with a mask, glove on, behind a, a pla- I'm in a plastic cocoon right now. Uh, <laughs> if you can imagine my dining room, for those who've been in my house, as a plastic cocoon, kind of like when you go into the meat locker. It's like, boom. <laughs> it's You can't get in here. I love it. But, I love uh, it. But the brisket's looking good. I mean, I'm hoping we can eat by, you know, it's oh, – time is it now i don't know but we, we'll eat at some point what's your finished temp what's your what's your finished temp i usually pull it off about 200 200, 200 so though. and you're at 187 now 187 so we're 187 we're, we're on a pa- motherfucking cop we're past <laughs> <laughs> what what how do we reference that i don't even know what song Leave that, that. Is, but... <laughs> yeah hey, edit that out Kenny, edit that out <laughs> yeah, got it. And it's like that, it never even happened. That's like Glinesy understands because he's a big uh, he's a big he's a, gangster. Yeah, we rap. talked about that gangster, gangster rap. Covered that. Yeah, he knew it. He knew it. <laughs> who was that? Hey, uh, Glines, who was that? Uh, I, I don't know. LL Cool J. Um, no, 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 I no, know. No. I'm kidding. Simpler, simpler days. Simpler days. Simple. That's the name of the band. No, 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 no. It's Snoop Dogg. It's oh, Snoop. Snoop. Yeah, of course, it's Snoop. Snoop a loop. I love Snoop a loop. <laughs> <laughs> you guys did a gangster rap. Uh, we are going to have a, a guest on, and maybe he can perform live. Uh, the only song you know is he's a one-trick pony with this uh, certain keyboard. He's going to go get the keyboard right now, but. Um, he can do this one song, and it's it's uh it's quite something. And I've, I've I've got you know what, Reed. Uh, although we can't go live with the video, you guys are missing out because the tarps <laughs> off. The tarps are always off. Uh, Reed, Reed, I'm telling you right now, uh, it's not a it's not a huge guest for you, but for a lot of people out there listening, this is a, this is a big get, and it's a it's a big it's a big guest. And uh, let me know when he's ready, and I'll fire up a I'll fire up a world class well, intro. Should we have him the... play first, and then? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Let's right. have him play, gonna, and then let me gonna, and let me hit a couple, him with Just give us a couple notes and see if you guys can hear this. Okay. Stop. Oh yeah. You hear oh, that? Oh yeah. Okay. Loud and clear. Here we go. And three, two, one. Chewing gum, by the way, at the same time. Keep going. Hey, you talk about it, talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. Yeah. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, born February 3rd, 2001, in the hometown of Eagle Wait. River, Alaska. Am keep I going. waiting? No, keep going. 19 years old, standing five foot nine inches, weighing freshly 180 pounds. Coincidentally, shortest member of his family. Uh, 2017-18 in the North American Hockey League, playing for the Kenai River Brown Bears. This man amassed 59 games with two goals, 37 assists, and 18 penalty minutes. And he also participated in the USHL that year with the Muskegon Lumberjacks. Three games, zero points, two pims, 
followed up by his full year at the USHL, 2018-19 Muskegon Lumberjacks, 56 games, 3 goals, 12 assists, 35 pims, and this year playing for a little program called Providence College Friars in Division I NCAA Hockey, 2019-2020, 34 games, 3 goals, 3 assists, 18 pims, also... 2016-2017 Cook Inlet Conference runner-up to none other than Trugiak High School. Tough game, Cameron. Uh, former uh, Alaska Oiler and former Alaska Blue Devil, Cameron McDonald. Welcome, Cameron. Thank you. It's the camo. I think that last song you did was, uh, I think I was singing the wrong song. I was, I was singing uh, Funky Town. This was not Funky Town. I, I was singing Funky Town. I think it was, it was the... Uh, uh, Corey Hart's classic uh, "Sunglasses at Night" or whatever you call that song. I'm not sure. Was it "Sunglasses at Night"? No, that was a new one. That no, that he didn't play that one. He played the new one. That's that his new that. tune. Yeah, that's his. That's his second tune. Talk about it. Talk about it. Well, the encore will be now that I've ruined it. Will be Corey Hart. I'm sorry. From, yeah, yeah, uh, destroyed it. So, do you want me to lead off with a question for Cam- Cameron McDonald, or are you going to no, take it over? Absolutely. You guys, you guys take this one. This is. Uh, uh, Cam, Cam, I'm going to go ahead and I, I got a few questions for you. Uh, number one, what's your favorite part about being home? Um, I mean, I have to say my favorite part about being home is definitely being around the family. Uh, you don't see them as much as you get older. So um, spending the quality time with them has been important to me and it's been fun. I mean, we've been hitting the mountains and doing what we can together and um i just pray for the best for everybody but um just enjoy their times with their families so yeah you guys got a pretty tight bond up there at the mcdonald clan yeah family yeah. wise no, pretty, pretty tight together yeah. quite I, like a tie uh, like a tie. yeah <laughs> so an- another question i have for you um you you know and we'd like to get some of your teammates on at some point about this one too but Tell, just tell us a little bit about your first season there at Providence College, and, and more importantly, can you can you d- tell us kind of the emotions of your season ending early due to a uh, you know to a world pandemic? Um, obviously, we were we were pretty disappointed in how it ended. Um, I mean, Providence, we were eighth in our conference, uh, about to go up to BC, who was uh, number one in our conference, and. Um, we're prepping like it's another game. Like we have to, we have to win and to get on in the next round and to uh, hear the news and um, have the season cut short. Obviously um, it broke, kind of broke our hearts and we wanted a shot at the title and uh, as every team did, but um, we didn't get that shot. But as for the whole season, um, it was great. I loved every moment of it. Um, they pushed us, pushed us hard even during the year. I mean, training wise, went there in the summer, um, got training in during that time, and they're just prepping for the season because it's a short season, but it's it's a tough season as well. So, yeah, for sure. So, uh, anything good come out of you guys ending early? Didn't I hear that some players are coming back? Uh, next year that maybe wouldn't have come back if you guys didn't get shut down early? Um, I mean, I think guys were planning on leaving. The guys that were planning on leaving were leaving, and the guys that are coming back, I mean, 
really just depends on on their situation. If um, they have a shot to go to the next league and, and next, you know, NHL, the next spot up, I mean, they will take it. But, um, you know, it's the guys that we plan on taking back. I mean, Tyce Thompson's a perfect example. Um, yeah. He probably could go on the next level and do really well. Uh, Hobie Baker, Hobie Baker he was in the runnings, not finalist, but in the runnings. But I mean, for him, for him to say he's coming back, that's a for big him to deal, say yeah? he's coming back is a is a huge deal. I mean, he was our leading goal scorer, had over forty points this year, and Unreal. I mean, he's just a stud of a player. And for him to come back is a huge piece of the puzzle for our team. Former Devil, sure, summer son of Brent Thompson, yep. right? Yeah. And he's he's coaching the AHL, and really, I think I feel like his dad says if he stays, he stays, and he his he listens to his dad pretty well. So, wow, that's a that's a good life lesson. Listen yeah. to your dad. I mean, he's not he's your dad. If there's anybody that's on your team, always, regardless, no matter what you do, dumb or otherwise, it's it, it's your dad. Um, a couple a couple questions, a uh, couple questions for you for the fans. Uh. Uh, fa- favorite food favorite food favorite food i have to go probably alaska salmon doesn't get any better than that yeah that's a fact what about pre-game meal pre-game meal i'm pretty basic kind of guy and i like chicken and pasta or chicken and rice just keep it simple i don't like to eat too much before the game because i like to play play a little hungry so you know yeah yeah absolutely uh um Give me a little rundown of <laughs> every time I've seen you, you, you have the same thing on, but, uh, uh, what, what, uh, give me a little bit about what you're doing. Like you're, give me a little glimpse, give everybody a little glimpse into like your, your quarantine routine. Um, I mean this past two weeks, my quarantine routine has been just wake up and get a meal in right away. Um, even that's a protein shake or some protein the hammer down and um but just working and then i go to from there to working for my grandpa for a few hours helping him out and any way i can and didn't you work um, for glines as well and i've worked for glines yes worked for glines for executive about, producer uh, a few days up at the studio up at the studio yeah so you're up so you're up here you're for hire is what you're telling us anybody's got some cash jobs they uh exactly. call you as long as they're comfortable exactly. the tarps off uh I got two questions left for you. Is it a girlfriend or a friend right now? Uh, oh, a friend. Okay, all right, fair <laughs> enough. You got a lot of friends, or or just one friend? Um, <laughs> is she a subscriber? Is she gonna hear that? She will not. Uh, just a. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll let you off the hook on that one. Um. At, Actually, I, and, and now I have two questions left for you. I heard you got a, uh, for the first time ever, at the uh, McDonald Manor, uh, high high and deep, deep, deep in Eagle River Valley. I heard that you finally got your own bedroom. Is this, a, is this true this or is false? true. Um, after 19 years of living, um, finally able to get my room. My, uh, Congratulations. Golf off. clap, everybody. Golf clap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got your you got your yeah, own room and uh, able to convince the mother to give up her craft room and uh, I was fucking surprised I was fucking surprised <laughs> that he did it, but he did it I mean it was uh 
This is a situation where he came to me and asking me, I'm like, I'm not getting involved because every time I get involved with the craft room of uh, renaming or uh, repurposing, if you will, uh, I got shot down. It came nasty. And I'm like, I'm not staying out of it. I I will build what I need to build. I will do what I need to do. And how do you get repaid? You get repaid are your kids fucking taking videos of you with your ass hanging out, hanging out fucking painting. That's how you get uh, thanked. Thanks. Thanks, Pa. Yeah, but true that you spent a lot of time helping old man McDonald up there, uh, uh, you know, with your own bare hands yourself, uh, kind of contributing to maybe building some furniture and, and making the place uh, uh, camo specific. Yeah, we uh, built the bed frame, um, built the headboard, awesome. and we also built the shelving out of uh, old wood from the garage and some, some pipes we bought from uh, Lowe's, so... Yeah, those yeah, are real life skills. In the backyard, yeah. they were actually that same. We actually, what is this? Uh, perfect. We're gonna throw them in the wall. Yeah, those 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 are uh, called life skills. Those yeah. are good. I got one last question for you, Cam, and then I really appreciate you uh, coming on to our to our podcast. But I saved this one for you, um, hockey player or not. Just 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 tell us a little about a little bit about um, your role model or, or the guy you think about. You know, a, a lot maybe you know, before you go to bed or before you step on the ice or whatever, but, but who, who's your role model? Who, who do you look up to um, regardless of hockey or not male, female, whatever, who, who's your, uh, who, who is your go-to person? Um, well, I've quite a bit of people, but I mean, the first person that comes to mind is obviously my dad. Uh, he's been, been there since the start. Um, put me, put me on Love it. around Love two it. or three and, um, haven't looked back ever since and coached me along the way. And there's been multiple coaches that have helped me, but he's kind of been there from the start and has like kept pushing us and kept pushing us to be, be better, not just be a better hockey player, but be a better human. Yeah, that's more important. Um, that's more, important. but also, I mean, I also think of um, my grandpa who's not even with us. Um, grandpa, Harry, Harry McDonald. Absolutely. When, when I, line up for the anthem before the game I, I look up at the flag and i see harry J on the wall at the mac almost every unreal. single time um unreal most people don't know what that means that's and unreal it just gives me that extra little flame um to play a game so and be ready and be mentally focused so yeah, cameron i don't want to take up too much of your time i know you're a busy guy here in quarantine but i'd like to give the boys <laughs> I'd like to give the boys their opportunity to ask any questions that they might have for you. And I certainly, again, thank you so much for coming on, man. We, we enjoy having you around and, and as selfish as it sounds, uh, you know, you're not playing hockey, so we get to see a little bit more of you and that's pretty cool. So anybody else have anything for Cameron? No, cricket, cricket, cricket. No, no, no. No, you know, you know, I, I've been fortunate enough to see Cam quite a bit uh, in the short time he's been home, uh, uh, from a distance, of course. Uh, when he was <laughs> when he was when he was humping shingles uh, from uh, the back of the house to the dump truck. So, no, but it's just so, 
more importantly, it's just uh, it's, it's just awesome for for Rito as a dad to have the boys home, and and uh, I've seen that, and I've seen his face light up, and and I, I've been following the Instagram, the uh, Odd Man Rito, and they've been hiking mountains every day, and uh, it, it's just a pretty special time. So no no questions, just a comment that uh, enjoy it, guys, because uh, we know it won't last forever. Was he uh, was he the was he a good employee for you, Steve? Well. Um, Aaron, Aaron, uh, my wife is uh, working from home off and on, and she was home Monday, Tuesday, and uh, just to, just to bring the uh, the viewers, <laughs> I guess they're not viewing uh, our subscribers up to speed. Uh, I'm in the roofing business, and uh, we got about 20 guys working for us, and we had about three, four, or five guys with nothing to do on Monday, Tuesday. So, what do you do as the owner of a roofing company? You have them roof their house. <laughs> so. So, but you know what? I knew the boys were a little hungry for a little uh, little pocket change, and uh, so they came down here and they jumped in with the crew. And uh, anyway, back to Aaron being home, she was a little disappointed that it was only about thirty five degrees and the tarps did not yeah. come off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I think around mid July I'm going to re-roof this motherfucker again. We don't like that shingle. Right, right on. So, Dad, Dad, Dad McDonald, you got anything to say to your boy there? He threw you a lot of. Oh no, that's uh, huge. I mean, um, got to make you feel makes, good. Makes makes the guy feel good. Absolutely. It's a. Uh, I don't know. It's uh It's crazy to people with kids when you watch them grow up and you introduce them to the shit that you like to do because you like it. <laughs> Such as and, music uh, and music and uh, what's that battle Cam and I have? It's a love hate relationship, but he he does like the metal, which is near and dear, obviously. But uh, EDM and stuff, uh, I'm not gonna say. Yeah, he also likes real pump up music. Yeah, EDM, EDM. EDM. That's the pump up music and the beat drops. I guess everyone. Hell yes, yeah. that's how you get hype, yeah, boys. But, uh, no, it's been it's been fun uh, fun journey for sure. It's not over, boys. No, it's not, and it's been great. Yeah, Cam. Uh, Cam, again, thank you. That's really all I had to say about that. So, Rito, I'm gonna throw it back to you. You uh, take us out, but I would like to make sure that uh, we get another magical uh, uh, ivory tickling from uh, Cam before he goes. Uh, yeah, it's it's the other. I, you know what? I'm bad. I, well, number one, we had some technical issues before this podcast getting this podcast together and thank you big ginge i'm not i'm not throwing him under the bus i'm saying thank you brother because we would have been lost without you we would maybe we'd be talking to ourselves in the bathroom and then recording it and then, <laughs> and then catching it together so um i thought it was a different song but yeah ginge unbelievable unbelievable that we are are, uh, are even recording actually because i'm impressed i'm not a tech guy but i have an it department here at the mcdonald center <laughs> I'd be more impressed if I well, could see uh, everyone. Gavin is the IT department. Uh, the uh, secondary IT department is uh, is uh, Cam and Sutton. They're not as good as the as Gavin, but they're, they're all right. But anyway, Cam, um, are you ready for uh, song number two? The Deuce, if you will. Is Cam going to play us out? I or? think Cam's going to play us out. After this, we will dump a change. I love it. The original. Hold the, on. the OG. He doesn't remember. 
<clears throat> okay, just do your best you can. Do your best you can. Under pressure. Bum, bum. <laughs> and that's it. So, uh, we got another song. So uh, uh, we'll, we'll get back in that. There'll be an extra on the B side. Um, wait, he's got another song. Wait. Oh, oh, oh. No, wait, wait, wait. Just work through it. Work through it. Work through it. <laughs> yeah! Oh, yeah. Oh, Everybody, thank you very much. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. Talk about it. Talk, talk about, about it. Talk about it. Exactly. Yeah. Well, boys, I can't say enough. Uh, Glines, uh, uh, Kenny. Rito, it, it uh, in these times where we're all friggin' sitting here doing nothing all damn day, but working for our wives, it uh, it's a nice. I, I'm glad that we were able to get this fired back up. Um, I know people are, are are needing something to listen to, and I hope we can give them uh, 51 minutes and 46 seconds, according to this little counter right here, of uh, time off. I've been from, uh, Sorry that uh, you can't see this, but I got the six pack abs going. <laughs> <laughs> all right boys i think it's time for a dumb change thanks for listening all right boys